0: The galaxy is burning, brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancers Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here today with Jason.
1: What's going on dudes and dudettes?
2: And Steven. My life is out of control. There's so many books.
0: (laughs) So today we're uh, wrapping up what's changed in Horus Heresy coverage. And this week we're going to go through the special rules and discuss what's new, what's different, what we like, what we don't like, and then after that, we'll be getting into the meat of stuff. But we want to get this uh, new edition changes out of the way, so we're going to go ahead and take it away. We. So once so. again, like uh, la- like last week or la- last episode, uh, we're using a cheat sheet from the Flame Master, who we'll have a link to that in the description of our show. So once again, thanks to the Flame Master for. Uh, putting this together cause it's really handy and saves me a lot of work. So the first special rule that we'll be covering is night fighting. Now every game on a two up for the first turn and on a second turn on a four up requires one player's consent for night fighting to take into effect. The effects are there's a 24 inch max range, a minus one to ballistic skill and a minus one to leadership to all units. If you have night vision or a Primark, you ignore those penalties. And vehicles with searchlights ignore the ballistic
2: skill modifier. This is so cool. I love new night fighting.
0: This has given uh, assault armies
2: quite a boon. Yeah, quite a new lease on life. For reference, um, the old night fighting rule um, was simply that all units gained stealth. And that was just it uh and old stealth which i'm pretty sure is still the same as new stealth is uh well actually i'm not sure we'll find out soon i guess uh old stealth was just plus two to your cover save whatever that was so during the night everybody had a five up in the open um most ruins were three up or two up uh it was kind of useless all things considered it just made made cover saves more important for two turns
1: it was one of those things that was useless until the second it wasn't, in which it was way too far the opposite direction. Yeah. Because yeah. you could go through, like, 15 games where it'd be useless, and then you'd hit that one Raven Guard guy that had, like, Camellia line on everything and stealth in ruins and then shred tra- So everybody has, like, a two-up cover save for, like, the first turn or whatever. So again, yeah, it's so great that this, it almost like shifts the entire balance of the game. So you are, it's something you really have to account for now. It's not mm-hmm. like you can just be like, uh, ah, night fight, whatever. It'll be like annoying. My opponent will make a couple more saves for the first turn. Like now it fundamentally like shifts the balance of the game in the ways that can like really affect the uh, subsequent turns. And I love that so much.
0: And uh, yeah. with vehicles, they ignore the bliss skill modifier, which is handy.
2: So here's a, here's an interesting note on the searchlights though. So mm-hmm. almost every vehicle, as I've browsed through the various books, almost every vehicle has searchlights. Yeah. Um. And I guess I should add a little context here. This current night fighting This edition's current night fighting rules um, mimic much older night fighting rules from like fifth and sixth edition um, where it used to be like there were bands of of weapon accuracy you couldn't see beyond. Yeah, it was (laughs) 48 inches. And then within 48 to 36, it was enemies had plus one of their saves uh, closer. Uh, It it was confusing. I, I don't even remember it that well. Yeah. But searchlights were a piece of war gear that you could turn on to negate night fighting for your shooting attack that mm-hmm, turn. Mm-hmm. Um, the downside, of course, being is that if you can see them, they can see you. Right, right. And searchlights now follow very much the same convention of um, if you have them, you just ignore ballistic modifiers. You can see as far as you need to. Um, Does it ignore the max range? I believe so I would have to go pull out the book again from the other side of the room uh and look but I want to say off the top of my head that it does I could be wrong um but what I thought was interesting about searchlights is that there is no accommodation made for turning them on and off they're always on which means that uh during night fighting vehicles can always be targeted regardless and you don't uh, you don't have any sort of ballistic skill modifier to shooting them. So it's interesting that oh, does it fighting, say that specifically? It says what specifically uh,
0: for searchlights? Like people can target them
2: without. So it it says in searchlights is um, any unit that has the benefit of searchlights also confers the benefit of searchlights to any unit that shoots at them. Oh. <laughs> Just like <laughs> old searchlights. Yeah. So, um, kind of revisiting that that older style of night fighting is that the searchlight is always on. Uh and if like, you know, you have a, a land raider coming down the table and it's got the searchlight on, it can see everything, but everything can also see it. Which I think is pretty cool. Um, not the least which reason that night fighting on its own can drastically change the way you have to build a list. Cause only one person has to want to use it in order for you to legally be able to use it.
0: Yeah. And on a two up, you uh-huh. can, most time you can expect to be fighting a night if somebody wants it.
2: Mm hmm. Um, so very cool stuff there. It, 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 like Jason said, it feels meaningful. Um, instead of, Oh, it's night fighting. Okay. Well, this will be useless for a while. Um, The negative one leadership to all units is also kind of a big deal, Um, and we'll get into that later, but there's lots of stuff now that affects leadership, Mm -hmm. and leadership in general has dropped. Yeah.
1: Um, So, night fighting is going to be real brutal. Since we're talking night fighting, can we talk night vision at the same time? Yeah, go for it. May as well. So... This is something that I actually read over once or twice, and it completely vipped over my head, and I didn't get it. Uh, Night Vision itself uh, doesn't just ignore Night Fight anymore. It does, but it's a step better than that. Because I remember the exact moment I realized this, I was reading through the Night Lord special rules, and I was like, come on, like they have to pay 15 points a squad for Prey Sight to get night vision? What the hell? That's lame. They're Nostromans, they can see in the dark. But night vision itself doesn't just ignore night fight, it also ignores shrouding, which means mm. any squad that has night vision now ignores completely the evade reaction. It's basically useless against them now. True.
2: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: That's nasty. Which Not makes worth those points now.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it makes so much more sense now, uh both like thematically and in the game. Like that's definitely worth the points to upgrade, like much much more so on like, you know, a shooting heavy squad or something um like I know I'm going to put it on some volkites, you know, with my night lords, mm-hmm. uh, just so they can again, it's like um I've heard evade is like kind of like having a free, you know, pocket apothecary. Yeah. If you need it. And it kinda is, up until like the Night Lords kick on the thermal vision and you have no recourse. It's terrific.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. Because for a while, especially in first edition, um, people with shrouded or stealth in cover were it was just so hard to dislodge mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, it was one of those super swingy things again, right? It's like they have a three-up, basically a three-up and vulnerable, right up until they get hit by an irradiation engine, and then it just doesn't matter.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It's like one of those far into the spectrum things. Yeah.
0: But also, with this night fighting, you know, almost always on a turn one and half the time on a turn two, you're going to see a lot more maneuvering of units to get them just where you want them.
2: Yeah, for when the sun comes up.
0: Yeah, in the first third of the game, like many times in the older edition, it's usually just, all right, see how much stuff can survive from the hail of fire from either side come first turn. But now you've really got to think about a lot of things like just charging, deep striking, coming right in within that 24 inches.
2: Yeah, night fighting is probably one of the biggest special rules changes Or one of the most impactful, I should say.
0: Yeah. Um, Also, and before I get ahead of myself, uh, we were talking last episode regarding uh, sweeping advances, and we talked about uh, multiple combats. Um, From the way multiple combats work now, if you are in multiple combats with more than one enemy combatant, if one enemy unit falls back, you cannot sweep them. They both have to be falling back for you to try to sweep. Hmm. So that makes sense. Yep. So I, I, I can't remember what we talked about last time, but I think we got a little confused. So shout out to our patrons for helping us clear that up. So thanks.
2: Yay! All right. Um, before we go further, since uh-huh. I dipped out, uh, did we go over the difference in like armor saves and damage mitigation now? Um, probably, but if you want to hit it up real quick, go for it. Um, yeah, so certain saves are now classified as damage mitigation saves, shrouded being one of them, feel no pain being the other. I'm pretty sure those are the only ones. Um, but those are separate from like saving throws, armor, armor saves and vulnerable saves, cover saves. Um, and so when something specifies no saves may be taken, uh, damage mitigation will either be allowed or it will also specifically be said to uh, be disallowed so keep that in mind
0: yeah basically another layer of saves which we've had in the past before but now mm-hmm. it's made much more clear on what exactly constitutes as those types of A save
2: or not a save or yeah yep great 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 All mm-hmm. all right uh scout Yeah, Scout, so we have um, infantry, artillery, dreadnoughts, and automata may redeploy six inches um, after uh, the game has begun. All other units may redeploy 12 inches, but as always, you must remain more than nine inches away from enemy units. Um, Not that big of a change, uh, other than the fact that it's given. Now, Scout is accessible by units that didn't used to have it. It used to be pretty much infantry And vehicles that infantry rode in had scout. Um, But now artillery and dreadnoughts and robots get scout as well, which is nice. Um, And they have gone ahead and made a nice little caveat for how far you can move when you're scouting.
0: Now, these are for units that specifically have scout.
2: Yes. So you still have to have the special rule scout. Uh, As far as I'm aware... Scout does not confer from a unit to a character, nor does it confer from a character to a unit. So everybody's got to have it to go scouting.
0: Yep. And looks like they still kept infiltrate. hmm Where it's like a slightly more powerful scout, where units that infiltrate may be deployed anywhere on the table, no closer than nine inches from enemy units without line of sight to the unit, or can be deployed anywhere in line of sight more than 12 inches from an enemy unit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, that's pretty similar to the way it was before. I never used a whole lot of infiltrate. That's more of an Alpha Legion and a Raven Guard thing. Yeah. Um, So I honestly couldn't tell you
1: exactly. It's a little bit different. Uh, It's six inches closer, essentially. It used to be 12 inches away if you were out of line of sight, or 18 inches away if you were in line of sight.
2: Ah, shoot. Okay. Neat. And just like Scout, uh, that doesn't confer in or out of a unit. Which I think is the case for every special rule now, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a, in order for a unit to benefit from it, the entire unit has to have the rule. Uh, I'd have to double check that. Yeah. Except maybe Fiona no pain, Because I know that you can just slap an apothecary in there. But anyway, uh, let's see. We got Dangerous Terrain. Uh, this is fun. Yeah, we've covered a little be. bit of this before, but now it's... Yeah, it used to be dangerous terrain, you know, you're walking, you trip over some barbed wire, ow, take a wound, take your save. Okay, you passed, no problem, because you're a space marine, and you're wearing a tank for pants. Uh Now, if failed, you suffer an AP2 wound, with only invulnerable saves allowed. So, <laughs> no fuel, no pain, no shrouded, no armor saves only your uh, refractor field is, is going to save you from that barbed wire, which is great. That's so much better. Um, because it, it used to be, you could just walk through da- uh, dangerous terrain and no mm-hmm. one would care. God, think about phosphex
0: clouds now.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. You used to be able to just walk right through phosphex. I'm like, yeah, I might take a hit or two, but I'm going to save it on my armor. Not now, buddy. Now you got to, now hey, you gotta walk around. Mm-hmm. Granted, it is still on a failed test, which uh, is what, a one on a D6?
0: Yeah, but still.
2: Yeah, but you take a six man squad of something, walk them through dangerous terrain, statistically, one of them is going to die. hmm. So, that's great. Um, after that, let's see. Sniper. Uh, so, Sniper is fun. I like this change. Uh, it grants automatic precision shots to all wounds. So it used to be, with Sniper, you had to roll sixes to hit in order to pick out apothecaries, sergeants, and what have you. But now the Sniper rule means that any of your hits are precision hits, so it means you can allocate them to whichever models you choose as opposed to your opponent. Great way to take out apothecaries, officers, vexillas, uh, voxmen... Anybody who's carrying fancy stuff is basically just going to get domed by a bullet.
1: The big change now, too, is even before when you got a precision shot, even with a sergeant or an apothecary or something, you'd still get that four plus lookout, sir. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But Not now, anymore. no, now the way wound allocation works, it's kind of gross with precision shots. Uh, it makes them very powerful and it makes sergeants, apothecaries, your Vexillas, like your special weapons in squads, comparatively really vulnerable, mm-hmm. which I love. It feels perfect.
2: Yeah. And uh, now with most sniper weapons having uh, rending, I think. I think snipe- Nemesis bolt rifles have, have sniper or have rending.
1: Oh, yeah. They have rending on a five.
2: Yeah. They're just. Not only are you allocating the wound in there, but if they hit you hard enough, he's just going to die. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not much you can do about that.
2: Yeah.
0: Other than take it's, an evade, I think. I think uh, you can still try and evade on that, but...
1: Yeah, you can still evade or feel no pain. Yeah, as long as
0: the uh, person shooting doesn't have night vision, which I'm pretty sure most of the things that have snipers have night vision.
2: Oh, God. Nightlord snipers are going to be so rude.
1: Right on top of the fact that so many night lords units have fear which drops leadership close by so it's a terrific support technique because then talent for murder activates on pinned units Mm -hmm. it's like a triple stack of leadership manipulation for night lords and it feels so perfect yep
0: also if snipers uh Snapshots can never be precision shots, and attacks with blaster template may never benefit from the effects of sniper. Oh well,
2: small, small, um, small miracles, I guess. I honestly don't know how you're supposed to defend your characters against snipers because snipers are really deadly now.
1: Yeah, they are. It's exactly what they should be. How many times in the novels has one of the marines said like? Uh, I'm not putting a crest on my helmet because that's a target.
2: Yeah, Karn says that during Armatura. Like, Karn
1: ah, says I, that during Armatura. Like, I hate I this
2: crest on my helmet. Snipers love it. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was Snipers hate this one trick.
2: Snipers hate
1: them. Uh, Take your helmet off. you will never know.
2: I guess you're really going to have to... Thinking about it, that, that's really going to change the way you're going to approach your targets right because there's really not a lot that you can do to mitigate the kind of damage that snipers can put on a squad other than block line of sight
1: oh yeah and the way hit allocation works there is nothing wrong because every single one of those is a precision shot so you roll four hits you could just hey uh take these four hits on your sergeant yeah Uh, wound 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 rend
2: yep It's rough. Real rough, buddy. Uh, Oh, man. Militia are going to have such a bad time with snipers. (laughs) Just plinking out medics, um, discipline officers, sergeants, the one source of a power weapon.
1: I have faith, though. They'll have something. They'll have something that'll even the field.
2: Things can move fast,
0: too, so they can get up on those snipers and try to take them out. That's true. And generally, for the most part, other than... You know, a console here and there, snipers don't have a lot of armor, generally.
2: Yeah, I, I think, um, well, I mean, recon I mean, squads. Yeah, 3-up. Squad squads still have
1: 3-up. They are skirmish, too, so they get that plus one benef- uh, boost to whatever cover save they have, which is pretty nice. Phew.
2: All right, I'm gonna have to build. Yeah, we'll have to
0: figure something interest.
1: out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh,
2: more
0: snipers. Snipe out the snipers. Uh, uh, snipers.
2: Counter sniping. Yeah, yes. counter sniping or artillery.
1: Yeah. It's like counter-battery fire.
0: A lot of artillery these days doesn't have the same AP2 punch.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, flamestorm cannon it is. And with the
0: skirmish they can spread out some more too.
2: Mm -hmm. Much,
1: much more like a dice game now. Like you're it, I've been killing custodians this way for years. Like, you don't try and double them out. You don't try to hit them with super high-strength, low IP. You throw buckets of dice at them, and anybody that uses Terminators will tell you you fail way more 2-plus armor saves than it feels like you should. Yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> I don't care how much you love the Emperor. You can't make 80 saves.
1: Uh, really not this not. Uh,
2: a power of the machine spirit. So... This is a this is neat. yeah, they've, they've drastically changed it. because so I've actually I got the, uh, the real book right here. Mm-hmm. Um, the interface between this vehicle's advanced machine spirit and its fire control mechanisms allow the crew to target foes with incredible accuracy. A vehicle with this special rule may attack different targets with each ranged weapon it is permitted to fire during any shooting attack. Neat. Yeah. It's basically like having split fire. Um, I don't even know if split fire still exists. Yes, it uh, does.
0: Yeah. Uh, so with, this is interesting because with uh, normal vehicle rules now, uh, defensive weapons, where if you have a unit on your left and a unit on your right, you can basically split both of your defensive weapons to target those that it can see.
2: Yeah. And I like that.
0: Um, but now, with so power old- machine spirit, that allows you to do more than just your defensive weapons mm-hmm your battle but one laser destroyer
2: can... in one direction another laser destroyer in another correct and that's pretty crazy on uh units like the kratos which are just bristling with guns mm-hmm. although i don't know if the kratos has the option to buy power of the machine spirit because it used to be you could just buy it and put it on predators and vindicators and so forth yeah let me check here while you're looking that up um i enjoy that uh, I enjoy that it's now just this shoot with as shoot at as many targets as you have weapons, basically, instead of the old fire one weapon at full ballistic skill and everything else or fire it at a different target. Like, cause it used to be people would just buy machine spirits for stuff like vindicators, zip them up as fast as they can go and still drop a demolisher shot on stuff, mm. which felt kind of cheap. After it happens to you enough times. Yeah. Uh it also felt real unpleasant to have like to spend three units worth of shooting to shake a vehicle and force it to snap fire, and then it's just like machine spirit, I yeah. don't care.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, so it looks like the Kratos cannot get power of the machine spirit. Looks like right now it's currently reserved for uh land raiders. Of the Proteus Carrier, Explorer, and Spartan variants, which they come with it uh, by default. Interesting.
2: Yeah, that's coo- that's cool. I like that because, like I said, it it feels a little more. It feels less uh, less oppressive to have, you know, a a vehicle just yeah. basically doing whatever it wants every time it fires.
1: <laughs> Although
0: those vehicles can always explode, so
2: yeah, it's true. Man, Kratos is not a super heavy
0: mm-hmm
2: Oof. Yeah. rough times rough times for you Kratos. <laughs> yeah right, uh, so we've gone night vision yep uh ignores cover you'll love it uh now, ignores cover basically does the exact same thing it always did uh you can't take cover saves against weapons that have it um but importantly you also cannot take the shrouded damage mitigation save against it similar uh, to night vision yeah, tried you can't dodge fire. You just you can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, short, simple, easy.
0: And then we got move through cover, which mm-hmm. ignores penalty for moving and charging through terrain, but does not automatically pass dangerous terrain checks, and this does not confer to the unit.
2: Oh. Yeah, well that's nice. Instead of they've they've removed more of the uh, randomized dice rolling, you know. Now you're just ignoring the penalty, which is nice. Instead of having to, you know, try and move through cover, roll your extra die, and still flub it.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now this is handy and makes...
2: Yeah. Makes that particular rule a lot easier to use. Mm Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, Haywire is next. Um, So the Haywire still has like a little chart that you roll on on a one it does nothing on a six it does a penetrating hit and on everything else it does a glancing hit Uh, but now it has an extra little bit to accommodate for the changes to dreadnoughts and uh, robots so wounds on dreadnoughts and automata succeed on a two up uh, and they ignore saves and if a six is rolled when you're rolling to wound them they ignore invulnerable saves as well yikes yeah uh because both of those units have two up armor saves well the dreadnought does at least um automata obviously are a little more varied mm-hmm. but uh i can't imagine they have anything worse than a three up Vorax have a four
1: up or did oh
2: well did yeah Wait, fingers crossed re- for vorax
1: i just realized something haywire is like the inverse of fleshbane now I like that. That's a cool parody.
2: Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, wounding them the the six ignoring invulnerable saves is such a such a painful thing. Uh, stock up on haywire, boys and girls, if you want to kill robots and dreadnoughts, because those are some tough customers and uh, you will need the haywire.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I haven't delved too much on what can take haywire now other than I think there's a few grenades out there.
2: Um, the Graviton gun, the Grav? Oh, Grav- that's gun? right. That's right. Grav I've never gun used is still those haywire. before in last edition, so. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Grav is haywire. Um, the Corpusant stave is haywire, mm. which just, the, the idea of some, uh, mortificator with just his little shock stick, just, eh, get out of here. Go on, get. Yeah. Just having a dreadnought repeatedly.
0: Yeah, and six is it even ignores invulnerable saves. That's good. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, five-up invulnerable save on a Dreadnought isn't, like, crazy. Oh, uh, still a one-in-three, though. You'll make it enough chimes to frustrate your opponent. Yes, you will. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, next, we have Hatred, uh, which pretty much does the exact same thing that it used to do. Uh, first round of combat, you can reroll your misses which is nice, always handy. Anyone who's ever run a chaplain will know how nice Hatred is. Uh, but now, it triggers if new combat is started. So if a unit charges an already engaged unit, that's a brand new combat, it's time to hate them all over again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I like that. Because uh, used to be Hatred, I don't think you would get if you charged into a unit that was already in combat because that combat uh, had already been going. And it doesn't. It never specifically said that it
1: starts a new combat. Well, yeah, because these are brand new guys. I mean, mm-hmm. you haven't let them know what you think about them yet.
2: Yeah, you gotta you gotta get on get log on your ch- Twitter chainsword and uh, really let them have it, but only at 160 characters or less.
0: So yeah, now we have a uh, force, and I'm reading this one out of the rule book, uh, page two thirty eight. Any Psyker with a weapon or ability with this special rule may choose to make a Psychic check before making any attacks with that weapon or resolving the ability. If the check is successful, then the strength value of any attacks made is doubled. If the check is failed, then Perils of the Warp is resolved, targeting the unit containing the model that failed the check. If the Psyker survives Perils of the Warp, then it may attack as normal. So, uh,
2: double strength, no longer instant death. Yeah, not nah, it's... On the surface, it seems like Force has taken a nerf. Even though with enough doubled strength, you're still swinging with instant death. So, um, but then when you realize that a lot of power weapons now are
0: much more viable than they used to
2: yep. be. Yep. Mauls are adding plus three. So basically plus six to your strength of four. If you're a space Marine or do malls add plus two, probably about plus two.
1: So, with a maul, would it not double your base strength and then add plus two for a total of ten?
0: I Um, believe that is the case. I believe you uh, do the multiplication first and then add modifiers.
1: But now it allows you to punch vehicles, right? Because before, like, a tank doesn't care about instant death strength four. This is true. But it cares about strength (laughs) ten.
0: That's very true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That is a, that's a good point. Additionally, Force still confers instant death if you hit something that has the Corrupted subtype. So demons, um, probably dark mech robots are going to come with, uh, with Corrupted. Uh, Horus Ascended, uh, Lorgar Transfigured, the fancy Marigal Dreadnought all have Corrupted. So just walk up to them and bap them with the Force weapon uh, and watch them disintegrate.
0: So that's a uh, rule from uh, corrupted mm-hmm.
2: yeah, that's the it's okay. part of the corrupted uh, subtype rule gotcha. is attacks that come with force cause instant death <laughs> what uh-huh yep yeah, yep yeah. so and I'm gonna be putting a lot of corrupted stuff in my wordbearers army. so just a heads up y'all are gonna want to bring force weapons <laughs> and this is important uh, to to note against corrupted units because corrupted units cannot fall back out of combat. They just take more wounds for losing combat.
0: Oh, okay.
2: So, uh, you'll have to fight them one way or another until they're all dead. And it's a lot easier to make them all dead. If you're swinging instant death.
0: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, uh, next rule we have is fearless and units with one or more models with a fearless special rule automatically pass pinning tests, regroup tests, and morale checks. In addition, models with the Fearless Special Rule ignore the effects of the Fear Special Rule. However, units containing one or more models with the Fearless Special Rule cannot use any reactions that grant a cover, armor save, invulnerable save, or damage mitigation rule of any kind, and cannot choose to fail a morale check due to our weapons or useless Special Rule. And if a unit has become pinned and then gains the Fearless Special Rule, all the effects of being pinned are immediately canceled. Neat.
2: Um... That's pretty similar to the way it used to be, but I really enjoy the way that it uh, that it uh reacts with reactions or interacts with reactions, I should yeah. say. No, it's fluffy. Yeah. I'm that's not going nice- to duck my head, keep on going. Yeah, I'm fearless. I don't give a fuck about bullets. Intimidate the incoming laser fire into not mattering. <laughs> Man, literally too fearless to die. That's right. Speaking of fear, yeah, this is this is probably my change. favorite change so far uh, is the change to fear. Uh, now fear has an X value and it is the reduce it. it ah, a unit with fear reduces leadership of all units within 12 inches uh, of that unit by the number in the brackets. So fear one, everybody's reducing their fear by one or their leadership by one fear two three and so on. Uh, I love it. So much. It's so cool because fear used to be basically useless until it wasn't. Yep. Uh, it does also say
0: in the rulebook that enemy units that are locked in combat are only affected by this modifier if they are locked in combat with the unit that causes fear.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can't. You can't worry too much about something that's going on fifty feet from you if you are busy uh, fighting with a chainsaw. You know. Um. And it is not cumulative either. Yeah, does it cum- does not stack. Uh, but what does stack is rules that are different from fear, but still reduce leadership, like shell shock. Yes. <laughs> uh, so a unit that has fear and shell shock, too, reduces the target leadership by three. <laughs> it's a rough day to be getting shot by shell shock weapons.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I, I love this because old fear, uh, kind of like the, the cover save increasing special rules really only mattered half the time and usually less than that. Yeah. Uh, which for those of you who don't remember, uh, old fear was in close combat, take a leadership check. If you fail, fight at weapon skill one, it was okay.
0: Fear now definitely makes a name for itself in this new edition. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah. And, uh, lots of units have the ability to inflict fear. Uh, the night Lords can just buy it with trophies of judgment. Uh, the word bearers can buy it with dark channeling, uh, because corrupted subtypes automatically cause fear, but are immune to fear, I believe. So, uh, primarchs cause fear. Uh, what? So lots of stuff causes fear. Now, uh, the Legion Herald with his big giant flag, he causes fear. And also grants fearless, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Yep, just like last edition. If you if you do cause fear, that does not mean you are immune to fear
2: yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, you have to have the fearless mm-hmm. special rule. Uh, so, really cool change there. What's next?
0: That looks like we got fleet. Yep. Jason, you want want to roll into this too? Sure.
1: I'm happy to take a couple. Uh, Fleet is now, just like fear, uh, has an X value to it. Uh, Grants bonus to run, reaction moves, and charges by the number of inches in the bracket. So it's pretty terrific because it's never not going to be useful. Uh, Fleet used to be, uh, you could, let's see, roll 2d6 and take the highest for your run move, and you could re-roll one or both of the dice for charging, which was good, but not all that handy on a unit that was not melee-based. Mm -hmm. now it's never going to i mean it's never going to steer you wrong it's just going to be like a flat bonus to any of your reactions any of your charges uh, any of your combination runs and it's great because it stacks with other things that benefit like that like having a high movement value uh gives you what is it anything movement eight and above gives you a bonus to your charge Uh distance. So combos very nicely
2: cool we like that
1: mm-hmm.
2: and like you said it's universally useful even fearless units which can't um you know use reactions for saves and stuff can still uh get it for their close combat charges it's good times
1: right so next one down here we've got deflagrate um Deflagrate is basically the same. Uh, I have been getting so much work out of it. Guys, let me tell you, having heavy three on Volkite Calibers now is such a huge change in the weight of dice. 30 shots, strength Mm -hmm. six from 10 guys at a 30-inch range has been pulling so much work for me in my first few games.
0: Yeah, that sounds nice. That sounds like a heavy support squad
1: now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're really cheap, too. Uh, they're under 200 points. I think they're 195 for 10 guys with uh, 10 calibers.
0: Mm. Oof. Yeah, wow. that sounds pretty good. <laughs>
2: so it says that it doesn't gain any additional special rules for the deflagrate wounds. What right. you, whether, were, so, were there any weapons that used to do that?
0: So in the, uh, in the rule book, it, the way it says here, it specifically calls out that, uh, the additional hits from deflagrate do not themselves inflict more hits and do not benefit from any special rules possessed by attacking models, such as preferred enemy X or precision strikes X, oh. which I don't think I ever came in a situation where I could use that before. Um, Maybe if I had a Volkite charger with some, uh, with a, with a HQ unit, but quite honestly, I never thought to even use that.
1: Every so often it would crop up, uh, like Night Lord's terror squads have preferred enemy infantry and they had Volkite chargers. So Uh, there was always the question, because they never specified whether or not, uh, so there's always that question of like, do my additional wounds from deflagrate also get preferred enemy? Things like that.
0: Right, mm-hmm. right, right.
1: But now it's just negative. Like, sadly, the jet of flaming ash that that dude just turned into does not have your same tactical cognizance. <laughs> Whoops. And speciality for killing infantry. Sadly, But realistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ash doesn't hate you. Yeah, Ash is impartial. Yeah. So uh, next along the line, we've got Concussive X. Um, concussive is a pretty big shift, because uh, it used to be uh, any model that took a hit would have its initiative reduced to one in the next turn, uh, which was nigh on useless in a shooting weapon, could occasionally be useful in close combat but it was very it's very random whether it would mm-hmm. you know either be useless like terrific uh, you know that um, that terminator with a power fist, it's now striking just as last as before. Yeah. Uh, n- now it's pretty handy because <laughs> it kind of makes more sense. Uh, take a leadership if one or more wounds are inflicted, uh, and if failed, you reduce the unit's weapon skill by the number in brackets. So pretty great. Uh, that,
2: makes a, that makes a great case for, uh, for putting concussive weapons in units that are going to go charge into high strength. Uh, units like terminators with power fists because you can just bap them a few times knock them upside the head and now it doesn't matter that they're swinging at strength eight because they're not going to
1: hit you it's a lot bigger shift too now with how the uh, weapon skill chart has changed Mm -hmm. because going immediately if you drop their weapon skill by one and you were previously the same weapon skill now you're hitting them on threes they're hitting you on fives which Mm -hmm. is a massive shift in the dice now
2: Yep.
0: And also from, I'm looking at the rule book, it says a uh, unit suffers one or mo- more wounds, regardless of whether those wounds are saved or otherwise discounted from a weapon with the special rule must take a leadership test at the end of the shooting phase. If inflicted as part of a shooting attack or the current combat. So it'll be if the attacks were inflicted as part of a melee attack. So it'd be after the end of that round, I would imagine when it says, what does it mean by current combat?
1: Probably I imagine that
0: particular fight phase, right?
1: Yeah, the end of that specific assault.
0: Okay. And one thing that popped in my mind, or one thing I noticed, was it talking about suffering one or more wounds, regardless of whether those wounds are saved or otherwise discounted. You know, looking through the rulebook in the future, when I see you suffer a wound, I kind of assumed that it was a failed wound. But it seems like that is not the case.
1: They have seemed to have done a better job of specifying the difference between suffering a wound and suffering an unsaved wound. Yeah. I like that they're a little more consistent with that. It kind of takes a little bit of the guesswork out of it.
0: Yeah. All right. Next up we have Shock Pulse, which had the, let's see. Snap firing one. That's right. But I want to see if it's suffered on a hit. Let's see shock pulse, any vehicle, including super heavies, dreadnought or automata models that suffer a penetrating hit or unsaved wound from a weapon with this special rule may only fire snapshots on the following game turn. You love to see it. Yeah. So that's also an important thing to keep in mind. It mentions only fire snap top snapshots on the following game turn. Does that mean that say turn 1 you hit your enemy you go first you hit your enemy with a shock pulse weapon they could still fire as normal that
2: turn? Hmm. game turn. The following game turn, not player turn? Yeah. Um yeah, I would say rules is written, that's what that means. I'm not sure if that's what's intended, but hmm hmm
0: I feel like it would be until the following game turn. But then I'll also I need to figure out what game turn means at this point. Like I feel like it's it's just a one full round, but
2: Yeah. I'm not sure what um <clears throat> let's see if that's in the index.
0: Yeah, I'll follow up on that if you guys want to keep on moving with that. Mm,
2: yeah, sure. I'm not happy about the fact that it now affects my dreadnoughts, and Jason's probably I'm, won't be happy about his robots getting shock balls, but I'm
0: I'm ecstatic. <laughs>
2: Um, I hear the the
0: turn, the turn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In a complete game turn, each player gets a player turn divided into movement, shooting and assault phases. One game turn, therefore compromise, uh, one game turn, therefore comprises two player turns, one for each player during which they become the active player. Whether a rule refers to a turn, it always means player turn, unless it specifically refers to a game
2: turn. Interesting. So, Shock pulse then doesn't actually take effect until the next turn. That's what it sounds like right now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, hopefully the uh, forthcoming FAQ will clear that one up a little bit.
0: I guess we'll find out. I can kind of see it. uh, Makes it a little less effective. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, having that kind of like delayed uh, action kind of is kind of interesting, though.
2: Yeah, I, I mean it, it's it's nice that you can it could screw them up for their next turn. It's nice that you, as the player getting shock pulsed, don't just sit there with your big three hundred dollar or three hundred uh, point tank endlessly snap firing. Yeah, that that's a good point. You get at least one good shot off. You bring your warlord to a mega battle and never get to fire anything but a snap shot on it. Uh huh. You'd be a little upset. Um. Next one is Armor Bane, and I like the way they've changed Armor Bane, Uh, so it's still the same. You roll 2d6 to to penetrate armor, Um, but now it also works on Dreadnoughts and Automata, which is nice. uh, Because, you know, those are some, I think, most Dreadnoughts are at least t6, and most Automata are going to be rolling around at t6. Uh, So it is nice that you get that extra little oomph against them, even though they're not vehicles. But they also have added a bracketed uh, qualifier to Armorbane. So now it's Armorbane Melta, Armorbane Melee, and Armorbane Ranged. Um, Armorbane and Melee and Armorbane Ranged are... Exactly what it sounds like. Uh, they only take place in those effective ranges. Armorbane Melta is the replacement for the old Melta rule. Now you only get the Armorbane benefit if you are within half distance of your total range. So if your range is to- uh, 24 inches, you have the Armor bane rule in 12 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice that they kind of just folded Melta in there instead of having it be its own separate rule. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun, uh, but pretty pretty simple there, pretty self explanatory. Uh, and speaking of big, huge, heavy hits, we have reworked yet again for the third and final time. Destroyer weapons. That's right, destroyer still exists. You're just gonna have to live with that fact. It's not going anywhere, but it is much nicer now in that the randomness has gone out of it. Um, and now nobody has to, like, argue whether or not they want to use the old 30K destroyer table or the 40Kids destroyer
1: table. Okay, but can I just, like, take a miniature victory lap and say they essentially used the second edition, or not the second edition, the uh, Destroyer Rules from Book 2 Massacre that everybody agreed pretty much universally were better, except, quote-unquote, nobody used them. Yeah. (laughs) They're basically the exact same thing. Yep. Uh,
2: So now it's 3d6 to penetrate uh, any armor, and you discard the lowest. You add together the remaining dice. Uh, There's your, you know, penetration value. Um, If a hull point or a wound is inflicted, it does an additional d3 wounds slash hull points. So a destroyer weapon uh, won't necessarily completely rip apart a tank, but it probably will. But more importantly, there's no ones to roll and just completely whiff. Right.
0: <laughs> that and magic then, deus, who, deus ex machina of
1: a uh-huh, roll, All one. gone. All yeah. gone. In the other end of the spectrum, there's none that... How is it phrased like... Pick your model up, do not pass go, do not collect $200, just pack them up and go home. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, that roll's yeah. gone too.
0: Yep. You found a balance.
1: Yep.
2: So that's nice. We like the new destroyer role. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: What comes after that one, Jesse? All right. So the next one we got, we have Monster Hunter, which allows you to reroll wounds versus dreadnoughts, automata, monstrous subtype, and Primarx.
2: <laughs> oh, no, Primarchs? Yes. Oh, God. Well, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that uh, makes uh, sense. Yeah. Uh, pretty, I like that they've changed it instead of just monstrous creatures, which, as a side note, don't exist anymore. Now you get the monstrous subtype, um, but we'll probably dig into that another time. Uh, so it's nice that it encompasses everything big yeah, I can instead see of just robots. Oh,
0: I gotta check the line. Please have Monster Hunter. Please have Monster Hunter.
2: (laughs) Well, he's looking at that. uh, Ah, He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Gets Hot is slightly different now. Um, Still still takes place the same way. If you roll a one while trying to shoot a Gets Hot weapon, your weapon got hot. Uh, But now the wound that you suffer has the same AP value as the weapon fired. Mm -hmm. Which... Yeah the, is same is base um, yeah, the same yes, base AP.
0: Yeah, the same base AP. like which with uh if it was like this in first edition plasma uh, would be extremely extremely bad.
2: Just special support squads just going up in clouds of smoke,
0: <laughs> right? But because most plasma now has a base AP of 4, uh you'd be rolling against that 4 up AP. So you'd still get your armor save for space marines and whatnot.
2: Yeah, but stuff like the gravis plasma cannon which might- is just <laughs>
0: I <laughs> might have a rougher time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a brief point in fourth and a tiny bit of fifth edition 40K where plasma really was that bad because the wound inflicted uh, ignored armor and it also overheated on a one or a two if you rapid fired it. Oof.
2: Mm hmm. May the gods avert the omen. Uh, Well, Fun times. Now we have Adamantium Will, uh, which also has an X bracket. Now you now get an invulnerable save in the brackets uh, number versus any wounds caused by force, psychic focus, or perils of the warp. So Adamantium Will is actually useful now. Yeah.
0: Just a straight up invulnerable save against psychic Mm -hmm. powers, which I can appreciate.
2: But also against force weapons. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Which is cool. Uh. Lingering death. That's a phosphex thing, isn't it? Yes, typically, yeah. Yeah, so dangerous terrain tests, but only for models with a toughness value, which were the only ones that needed to worry about lingering death in the first place, I thought. For dangerous terrain? Yeah. Oh, so you could, right, 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 grab weapons. You could throw down, no, that's difficult. I guess you could roll over a phosphex template with a land raider. And if you roll the one, then it's track exploded and you were immobilized forever because it was dangerous terrain, but not only for units with a toughness value. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. Okay. All right. Does destroyer show up twice on here? Oh yeah. Interesting.
0: <laughs> uh, what do we got next? The old hit-and-run. Uh, it gives me old rope-a-dope. Except now, you roll 2d6 and add your unit's movement value.
2: Ooh, so hit-and-run guys are hittier and runnier. Yeah,
0: so you don't get swept up and caught up in another charge on your opponent's turn.
2: Yeah, you can really... Boy, Actually, jump pack and jet pack, guys. And bikers can just zip right out of there. Huh, wonder That's cool. A little nice quality of... Uh, Quality of life improvement for the speedy guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Destroyer shows up twice. We've already gone over that. Uh, Crushing weight, which I believe only is a rule that the Typhon has. Uh, But when a vehicle makes a ram attack, hits are inflicted at strength 12. If resolving hits against a non-vehicle, it inflicts 6 plus D6 strength 10 hits instead. Wow. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> just rolling right over tactical squads. That's hilarious. I love that. Because uh, the Typhon used to have I think it just did like D3 extra hits, didn't it? Or D6? I don't know. Jason's, char- Jason's rammed me with a Typhon enough that I should it, remember uh, it.
1: It gets a plus one to the Thunderblitz table. Yeah. Which was both a good and a bad thing. Because for the Thunderblitz table, uh, it was like a meaner version of Tank Shock,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't care how good it was, uh, and it's why I always hated Thunderblitz and Stomp, even if it was working for me. A six on either one of those was remove whatever model you hit with it. Yeah. And that is nonsense, and it should not exist as a mechanic.
2: Yep, I'm pretty sure those are both gone now, aren't they? They are. Stop.
1: Stomp's way better now.
2: Oh, neat. Well, cool. Uh, hmm. Death Guard players are going to be happy here in a second. Because Reaping Blow now has an X value. And if the model is in base contact with more than one enemy model, it increases its tax by the value in brackets. And it doesn't reduce a wielder's initiative anymore.
0: Yeah, nope. It strikes at the initiative as a uh, as normal for the weapon.
2: Yep, so those power sides are just sweeping through dudes. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool.
0: Mhm. Uh, we have breaching, which is, you know, plasma's new and cool little rule where uh, when rolling to wound against models with a toughness value each roll that is equal to or higher than the value in brackets is resolved at AP two. Uh, so it's a little bit different from, uh, like rending, which auto wounds and has again, no effect on vehicles.
2: Huh? Wonderful. Cool. I didn't notice that it doesn't have a, that it has no effect on vehicles. That's, that's nice. You can't just like, yeah, you, no flash, you just can't rapid fire a whole bunch of plasma into a tank and fish for your pins. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: it's, it's, yeah, Plasma now has its own unique slot now, instead of a yeah. decent all rounder, which it's still very handy.
2: And yeah, I mean, it's still a strength seven gun. Exactly. Yeah, well, you offense, can't
0: use it on then. everything anymore, which yeah. honestly, I can appreciate. That's a good thing.
2: Mm hmm. Mm mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, and Breaching and these next ones are brand new rules that uh, didn't exist before. Uh,. Uh, Pathfinder is the next one. It's short. It's simple. You automatically pass dangerous terrain checks. And if you have an independent character that has Pathfinder and you stick him in a unit that doesn't have Pathfinder, he confers it to that unit. Yay! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, especially considering that dangerous terrain checks are super dangerous now. Yes. <laughs> Don't like that. No. nope, nope. Uh,
0: then we have Battle Hardened. Which is also a new rule. It increases the toughness by value in brackets for the purposes of instant death. Which I believe, uh uh, what are the new Imperial Fist guys? The hus I think, have battle hardened.
2: Ooh, that's cool. Uh I know Abaddon does. The Primarchs all have battle hardened. Um, although I don't think but it particularly matters for Primarchs since they have Eternal Warrior.
0: Yeah, I think it's a handy thing to have. Mm-hmm. Just adds a little extra layer of complexity to the model, where while it still might be X to wound, you no longer have to worry about just getting completely shot off the field.
2: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, old, at a fourth edition, maybe, where you used to have toughness values with a second toughness value in brackets, which was used for calculating instant death. Yeah, well, Uh, that's, that's basically this. Plague Marines used to be T5 against everything except instant death, but against instant death, they were only T4. Hmm. So neat. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Uh, we've talked about Shrouded already. It's an additional save like fiona No Pain, uh, but it only works against shooting.
0: Yep, yep. Then there's Brutal, a new weapon, a new rule, I should say. And for each successful wound that is caused before saves, the model instead suffers the number of wounds in the brackets i.e. a brutal four-weapon uh, for each wound would require four saves, and these saves Ooh. do not carry over into the unit. It is on a per-model basis, which which is a good thing, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, this is for those of you who really enjoyed the damage mechanic from 9th edition or Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, putting some huge heavy hit into someone and then only doing one wound. Yeah, that was the biggest thing I, I couldn't stand with
0: like saying taking, you know, shooting a Castellax with you know a demolisher cannon and getting a you know a direct hit. And okay, one you wound. take one wound. Mm-hmm. It just
2: felt weird. Yeah. Uh dreadnought Gravis Power Fists, for instance, have brutal. And uh they're gonna kill you. They're just gonna pick you up and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Bedtime. (laughs) Yeah, just put him down for a forever nap.
0: Yep. And then finally on this list, we have Reach, which is also a new rule that increases the model's initiative when wielding this weapon by the value in brackets.
2: Yikes. Uh, I know Death Guard again. I believe their uh, power sides have Reach 1, so most of them are swinging at I-5. Power Spears just got a whole lot better, even Uh more. Yep, I think uh, the Phoenix weapons have reach. Uh, maybe one of the Charnabal weapons has
0: reach. Uh there's a few and there's a few models where they have special rules or are spe- very specific weapons that, you know, gain reach in certain situations.
1: Yeah, yeah like Phoenix spears, which are amazing. Mhm. Yep,
2: can't hide from the blade. Huh. But that's but those Everything. are rules. Yep, those are yep. all our special rules. Yep. Uh, then there's
0: a thing on reactions, but we've talked about reactions in the past, so I think we're good on that.
2: Yeah. everyone. If you don't know what reactions are by now, well, you'll we'll find, f- find you'll out find soon. Out. You'll find yep. you'll find out soon. They'll come up. Um
0: so yeah, that's uh those are the major changes to 2.0. I'm really happy with them.
2: Yes. I there's nothing in there that I Don't like. Uh, The only thing that I feel kind of iffy on is concussive, which feels like it kind of breaks the flow of the game by uh, injecting a leadership test that isn't, you know, like a morale check for losing Uh, combat or anything. And Uh, and
0: shock pulse, which I can see why it would be that way, but at the same time, feels a little weird. Yeah. Might might need a token or something to keep track of that.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. But uh, otherwise, very. Very happy with these changes, uh, with the health of the game. Mm -hmm. At least, you know, after I've played them for 10 years with no updates, and then I'll have a whole new set of uh, complaints. (laughs) That's
0: right. And Well, speaking of health of the game, uh, last week, July 1st, they dropped
2: the Legacy Document. Oh, if y'all haven't looked at this yet, you need to. It has uh, so many units in it that are pretty good. Um normally the uh the, the what's the word? Precedent for like legacy units or legends is that they're not that great to kind of discourage you from using them while Games Workshop phases them out. Um but the Legacies of the Age of Darkness, a lot of the rules in here or a lot of the units still came out pretty um Yeah I would say a, reliable. Quite, I would say Definitely more than half. Yeah. Uh, There's even some new units in here that have never been seen before. (laughs) Like the Hammerfall Bunker. Hammerfall Bunker. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I will say, uh, especially
0: for some of the the Super Heavies or Lords of War, Mm -hmm. some of the points have drastically increased.
2: Yeah, they're definitely gearing up for something regarding Lords of War. I'm not sure what kind of updates they plan on putting in, you know, in future, uh, publications, but the legacy Lord, the Lords of the war, the Lords of war were the big losers of the legacy document.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. But at the same
2: time, but playing with Lords of war, isn't all that fun. So I don't care.
0: <laughs> I, I feel bad for people who do. I really don't, but good God. I'm just glad to see some of these, uh, dark angel units again. I will say, uh, there's are several in here that I thought were kind of surprising to see. It's nice to see a lot of the councils back. I think yes. we have all the councils back.
2: Uh huh. We got um, the warmonger and the uh prime primus nullificator.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was interesting to see some of these rules that they put in them where they it seemed like yeah, they put some thought into what the the scope and the uh, I guess the lore mm-hmm. that goes along with them. Like the warmonger, they have the etheric juncture splicer, which kind of helps out instead of just having I mean, okay you have deep strike here you go
2: yeah they have the the deep strike thing that isn't very good at deep striking
0: yeah it's it's a it's a really risky move to where whatever unit you bring along deep striking
2: might explode and die
0: yeah everybody basically has to take a basically a dangerous train check when mm-hmm. used mm-hmm.
2: um if you are a fan of dreadnoughts and you were wondering where the box dreadnought went he's in here and he's pretty good. Uh, the Land Raider Achilles is in here. Uh, Iron Warriors Players Rejoice. The Basilisk, Medusa, and Whirlwind are all back in it. Mm-hmm. As well as all of the named characters that didn't make it into their respective library books. Yeah. Uh Altec Moore, Shadrach Medusin, uh Kirvalen, they're all in here. Mm-hmm. Everyone except sweet, sweet, uh, uh, what's his name? That whole Beloff isn't in there. That uh, could
0: have been that, that important if you forgot, forgot his name.
2: Yeah. It's I know. I mean, I never played with him, <laughs> but I did make a model for him thinking one I, day I might now I don't have to worry about it. Now I just use that model for something else.
1: He was pretty entertaining so far as he went. I love yeah. that. He just ignored Instead of just giving them an extra wound, he just ignored the first wound he took, regardless of source. Yep. Didn't matter if it was a lasgun or a titan-like destroyer weapon. Ignore uh-huh.
2: it. He's just, boop, don't don't care. Uh, Sons of Horus players who were wondering where their Reaver jump packs went. Uh, the Reaver Aggressor Squad is in this book, or this document, and is Reavers with jump packs. Emperor's Children players who were wondering where their Palantine Blades jump packs went. Keep wondering. <laughs> because they're not in here for some reason. I would rampagers say, got to keep their jump pack, but Palantine Blades, no, no, no. I was like, this document is kind of
0: put out in a way to where it seems like it would be easy to do updates to. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much love this uh, particular document is going to get in the future. I'd like to see some down the road, but I understand that being a document of free rules to get you by. There's only but so much that they're gonna focus on it. But it's uh no, it's handy to have. I'm still hoping for uh players of other factions, like Mechanicum and whatnot, that their books come here soon because this is all basically space marine based. I noticed in the um uh at least like in the Excendio Battle Automata page, it calls out specifically Libra Mechanicum and specific page numbers. So I'd be Really, uh, really pleased to see that book come out sooner rather than later. Hopefully, early August. Yeah.
2: So well, I think cool, that's. Cool. I think that is the plan. But I was just happy to see my uh, my dreadnoughts in there. Yeah, I know he's <laughs> spending one hundred and seventy five points for a dreadnought that used to be one hundred and twenty five, or at least is going to do the same job as a dreadnought that used to be one hundred and twenty five. Mm-hmm. Was uh was feeling real bad, but now I don't have to worry about it Ha
0: yeah and they also call out the Knights Errant and Black Shields mm-hmm. where they They're provide right. rules for unique characters but the full rules uh, will be coming out in a future publication so the Black Shields are gone but not forgotten and hopefully you see some cool Knights Errant here in the future too
2: yeah I hope the, uh, the full Knights Errant rules do come back uh, for making your own custom ones
0: uh, mm-hmm. that was fun yep
2: uh, but yeah we'll have to go through that whole thing at, a, at another date since this episode I believe we're getting starting to stretch the belt
0: yep 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 but uh, once again thanks f- for listening to our program and if you like us be sure to go over to Facebook and Instagram at r30k podcast give us a like give us a follow be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify wherever you listen to and be sure to check out r 30 kcom And if you like to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash r 30 kpodcast and become one of our famed legendary patrons. And as always, I'd like to thank all of our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Captain Sasquatch, Chaplain Asar, Chris Mack, Gardner.TreeOfWoe, Joe from Music City Heresy, John Smith, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdall, Mr. Baldwick, Nick Quenga, Rena the Floof, Sarah Luther, Taco Tuesday or Bus 22, Rock and Roll McDonald's, What's Ligma? And Zachary Thompson. Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan M. Tanzer, The Gorecrow, Matthew Andriasio, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, The Zoy, Void Empiratrix. And finally, our Legion Sergeants, Agrippina, Aircraft Terrier, Bulfarius, Ched Cheeseman, Dale Jones, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Jay DeSales, Jonathan Crane, Carl, Nick Gillen, Noah Atkins, and Travis Smith. Thank you all for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And that's it for uh, this episode. So until next time, keep those dice rolling. Bye for now.